Be great. Be great at what you do. Be aware of your role in the kingdom of heaven and pursue that idea, what your mission is, and then point back to God. Welcome to the Grow Time Business Devo, where we explore biblical principles for living a high performance and a God-honoring life. My name is Ken Fott. Today's going to be a short one, um, but my, my personal devotion led me to a couple verses in Revelation. It, they just presented a reminder to me as someone who has some responsibilities, resources, influence, who's building a business, who have people that I lead. I wanted to share that with you because I think there's a great responsibility um, that is emphasized here for our kind, for our people. And so I'll read verses 7 through 11. So it's Revelation 12, verses 7 through 11, and I'm going to read from the NIV. Then war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his, and his angels fought back. But he was not strong enough, and they lost their place in heaven. The great dragon was hurled down. The ancient, the ancient serpent called the devil, or Satan, who leads the whole world astray. He was hurled to the earth, and his angels with him. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, Now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Messiah. For the accuser of our brothers and sisters who accuses them before our God day and night has been hurled down. They triumphed over him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. Therefore, rejoice, you heavens, and you who dwell in them. But woe to the earth and the sea, because the devil has gone down to you. He is filled with fury, because he knows that his time is short. So this is an intense few verses. This describes a battle that breaks out in heaven, and how the devil is defeated and then thrown down to the earth. And it even describes how he was defeated. They triumphed over him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And it says, they did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. Uh, and that's kind of the core of what, what my, my thought and my, my kind of idea I want to share with you here today is. That is that verse 11. They triumphed over the blood of, over him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. You've heard that verse before, I'm sure. Um, you've heard it in, I think, songs. There's like worship songs with it and that kind of stuff. And sometimes it loses its, its punch and we don't really think about it because we hear it a lot. I just started thinking about that. Um, and then it goes on to say they did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. And it's this idea that defeating the devil is worth everything, right? It's, it's the number one pursuit because it's, it's how the world is saved. And obviously we don't save the world, but it's by the blood of the lamb, but it's by the word of our testimony. So what does that actually mean? The word of our testimony. And so here's what I think. I've got a couple thoughts for you today. And it's really a reminder. Okay. So you, if you're listening to this, 
if you're part of our community, you either have some resource and some influence that may be businesses, that may be organizations, that may be people that that um, that follow you in various capacities, that may be a family, whatever that may be, but you have resource and influence or you're pursuing that. You have aspirations for that. You believe that that's something for you. Okay, I would argue that almost everyone in the world has resource and influence. Clearly they do, but not everyone is aware of it and not everyone is, is on the path to pursuing how to maximize it and how to steward it really, really, really well. But as I look at this, I want I, I, a few things are emphasized to me. And I think it's really important as leaders who are kingdom people, right? Because there's a lot going on in this world today. There's a battle for something great. We can see it in our culture, right? And so this battle that's happening in heaven, I don't know if this is happening now. Nobody does. Um, I'm not saying that the end times are close or aren't close. Honestly, I, I think it's pointless to even can think about that. Just be ready, right? So that's not what this is about at all. Um, but there is a battle going on. We know from all the things we read in the Bible, we don't battle against flesh and blood. We battle against in, in the spirit realm, right? Principalities and powers, right? There's something going on that we can't see. And if we're believers, if we're God followers, if we're part of the kingdom, we know that, okay? So, so there's a battle going on. And I believe we can see that in our culture, right? We can see all the battles that are happening, right? And these are spiritual battles, right? Um, battles for our children, psychological battles, depression, suicide, drugs, addictions, um, anxiety, all these things that have come up recently more than ever. And you can see why they come up. They come up. Technology is a big part of that. You know, people are not, turns out people are not God, right? And people don't have the capacity to really, we're not meant to, to understand all of the problems in the world and have all of the problems in the world in, in their hand and accessible at any given time. So it turns out that's the case, right? Um, we're humans and we're not God and we're not meant to be able to see all those things. We don't have the capacity to internalize them. So that's one big reason for that, I believe. But doesn't matter what the, the thing that's causing it is, like the spiritual realm, the battle that's happening for our for humanity, for our souls, is, is clearly at work, right? That's happening right now. We can see the evidence of this in our culture. And then we can see, and here's why I want to call out for business owners. This is the whole point. Business owners or, or whatever influence you have. If you are a believer, if you, if, you, if you believe in bringing the kingdom of God in heaven down, which is what our responsibility is, right? Then it is your duty to play your role in that battle. I'll just say that plainly, and it's clear here. And to me, that's why that verse 11 really stuck out to me. By the word of their testimony, they triumphed over him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death because the battle was so great and so important that it was won. I'm not saying sacrifice your life or sacrifice your business. I mean, in one respect, Perhaps that's the case, and that's really not my business. It's your business. But what I am saying is that if you have whatever resource you have, really needs to be giving honor and glory back to God and bringing the kingdom down and, 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 and playing the role 
in the battle that is waging for our souls, for our worlds, for our countries. And here's the deal. We know that lots of businesses and lots of brands and lots of big leaders are waging that battle against the things of God. And it's really sad. We see that in a lot of, in a lot of ways. And, and not a lot of people talk about that. And I'll just say like, for me, I've got a little bit of connection to it. I, I can talk a little bit may, more intelligently um, about it just because of my experience with it. I work with a lot of brands and a lot of brands have things like, you know, give, give back programs, which give back doesn't make any sense because they didn't get anything to begin with, but give back programs and, and social justice movements and all these different things, which all sound good and are good if the intentions are good. But here's the problem. The intentions often are not good, right? The intentions are often flawed. And they're also things that they have often brands have no business getting into, but they're influencing our children, our kids, our entire society, right? And it's part of this battle. And I'm not saying that your business should go out there and speak about anything regarding social issues or spiritual issues or how people should act or anything. I'm actually suggesting that you don't do that unless you specifically feel that that you are called to be doing that. Because I actually think that that actually makes it worse. I think no matter what your perspective is, you, you kind of have to stay in your lane, right? Um, so I'm not suggesting that you do that unless you specifically feel called to do that. But the, here's the problem. Like most businesses contrive it and push it and do it anyway. And people can see through that. But I am saying that I think it's our responsibility and duty to use our resources to further the kingdom of God, right? To bring actual, actual justice to things, to be a model for, for how Christ followers should be, right? And how a successful life should look. Successful being outwardly and inwardly. I do think that it's important to have outward success and inward success, to show actual compassion and love and actual giving and help to people. And I'm not even saying that it should be out in the open. Your intentions matter. You know, we, we, we see in the Beatitudes, Jesus talks about um, the idea of when you give, and he actually contradicts himself. When one party says, he talks about how when you give, you should, you should do it do it alone and no one know about it and, and how there's also another side to that. Here's the thing. It's about intention, okay? And so talking about things is only important if your intention is, is correct and you feel called to talk about those things. Otherwise, do those things and let God figure out how people find out about it. But be a model. For those things. And so what I'm doing is I'm calling, I'm calling you, someone with influence and resources and, and success in, in what you're pursuing now, what you get in the future. I'm calling you and I'm saying, hey, this verse shows that it's important that we fight in a battle and we play our role and we live our lives bringing the kingdom down as God would want us to, in line with his laws. And that's our responsibility. So it's not okay just to be 
in church on Sunday, you know, and do your spiritual stuff over there. Maybe you like do toy drives and things like that or other charities and, and benefits and things like that. And then you do your business and you do your business in a different way, right? With, without the same ethics and, and, um, you know, maybe you, you, you fudge it here and you fudge it there, or you don't act in the character that you would if you were in church and all that kind of stuff. Like those are not the, those are the things that I'm saying we need to align, right? There needs to be a genuine modeling of this and then an outward leverage of our resources to bring down the kingdom of heaven. Right. And that probably doesn't mean posting on Facebook and telling everybody how you feel about something. That probably doesn't mean beating someone over the head with the Bible. That probably doesn't mean telling someone how they should live or, or, or want to live. I think what that means, or I believe what that means, and I've seen it happen, what's most effective is you go be excellent at what you, what you do, right? You go take what God's given you and your talents and resources and you maximize them to the most potential using in line, in line with his laws. People will see that. And it, and then you will have opportunities to influence people and, and talk about how you did that and why you did that. That is, I think, one of the big parts of it. So live it out. Like realize that your business and your influence is a tool that you must leverage to bring the kingdom of God down because there's a battle going on. If we don't, right, there's, uh, we, there are generations of kids and people that are at stake if we don't. And there are organizations and people that are being used, I say used, on the other side that are really fighting for the things that, that are not God's ways, right? And we all know what those are. I'm not going to talk about them right now. But there are concepts and ideas, and uh, there's all sorts of flaws and and in humanity, of course. But there are these things that are being pursued by satanic forces, and be a tool, be a be a resource in the kingdom of heaven. And that's what I'm kind of reminding and calling myself and us all to today. And I, and I want to emphasize that it means being successful first. Okay. You don't get respect from anyone. And it's funny. I grew up in, 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 um, some circles that believed that poorness and weakness and having no resource at all was somehow respectable. And I don't think it is, but I didn't see it really working very well. What I saw work better was when really godly people became really, really successful using the laws that God put in place to allow them to be successful. And we see that, in, see that in the Bible. I talk about Abraham a lot, you know, David, Moses, Solomon, Joshua, all these great Old Testament stories, right, of, of really powerful, successful people that used God's principles, that did it in line with God, in partnership with God, for God. Like, I think that's really important. Be really good at what God, at, at what you're called to and, and, and maximize the resource that God gave you. That's part of my personal mission, right? My personal mission statement. Part of it is talking about this idea of maximizing all of the talents and resources that God gives me to maximize that potential for the glory of him and the inspiration of others. Um, but maximizing that's important. You know, there's uh, someone talks, has, I often think about, 
about this verse. I'm going to pull it up here real quick and I'll just read it to you. It's, it's really, really cool. And it talks to this. And so if anyone thinks that weakness is better and poorness is better, it doesn't, it, that's not the case. God's laws and success go hand in hand. So someone says, blessed is the one who does not walk in, in step with the wicked. Okay. That means in your business and in your life and other places or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers. That's the company that's around you guys. Like that's the, the, the people that you hang out with and the business associates and the people that you see at conferences and other things, right? But whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. And I'll go into this first. I'll do this as a Devo another time, but I really, I love this, this first. I had to actually in school early on because I went to a Christian school I had to memorize this verse. I, I never really understood its power until later in life. But God's laws are not his rules. They are rules, but they're not, they're not um, disciplinarian, right? They're powerful. They're, they're things like gravity and like the laws of physics. And if you work in line with them, you delight in how things work, how things are supposed to work. That's what this means. You meditate on, on how these things work. And why the things that God says are the things that God says, like, that's what this means. If you do that, that person is like a tree planted by streams of water, not in the desert, but by streams of water. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season. That means in your time and fruit is, is the result of what you're doing and whose leaf does not wither and whatever they do whatever they do prospers. If you follow God's laws and if you do these things, you should find prosper, right? You should find success. That's a lot of, this This Psalm is a lot of what this entire, my, my entire life philosophy, this entire podcast or, or channel is based on is this Psalm. And I think when I'm talking about uh, the reminder that we saw today, number one, you have to be really, really successful at what you do and using God's laws, you should be. And then number two, be aware that there's a battle being waged right now. Use your resource and leverage that to play your part in that. Meditate on what your part should be, but don't just allow your business to sit on the sidelines and your resources to sit on the sidelines and do nothing. Because ultimately then you're useless and it should be taken away probably if you really if you, if you if if you know what you should do and you don't do it all right but meditate on what you should do right how you should leverage it you're if you're leading people and you don't have a business but you're leading people or you have a business and you're leading people this is important there are people that look to you right for a direction give them godly direction become a godly person and a godly leader that gives them godly direction just because they're not in your Sunday school class doesn't mean that you shouldn't be able to Give them really, really good, wise, godly direction. And by the way, godly direction doesn't mean you have to preach to them. It just means leading them in, in the right way. But that requires you to do something and, and pursue this and be aware of this battle that's going on and your calling to it. Be great. Be great at what you do. Be aware of your role in, in the kingdom of heaven and pursue that idea, what your mission is, and then point back to God. That's kind of what I want to end on today. So this was a little shorter, a little punchier. 
but I hope this is a good reminder for you. I hope it, it helps you pursue your mission and leverage your resources in the way that God would like you and has for you in, in the way he's made you up because you're super unique and the resources and the talents you have are not the same as other people. So you have a role. So to figure out what that is and, and run at it with 100%. I hope this helps you do that. If you'd like to get these devos or learn more about the business devo, go to bizdevo.com. That's B-I-Z-D-E-V-O.com. And you can get them in your inbox or text it to you. And if you'd like to learn more about me, you can visit kenot.com. That's K-E-N-O-T-T.com. Thanks. And until next time, never stop growing.